Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Sober Curious Podcast. I am your co-host, Cousin Lala. It is November the 27th, 2023. We officially have just a few more days left in Sober November. And yeah, things are going great. I am still sober. Still very much sober. And uh, we have our co-host... co-host Christina <laughs> I am kind of sober but I also just chugged a glass of Moscato so I'm feeling great I'm not an alcohol drinker like that but since Thanksgiving I will say I did finish that Coors Light that our guests or that my guests had brought over that was a really that was really random I actually drank it with the mountains blue. Yeah, I was I was like, ooh, this is a blue mountain can. Um, I'm not really a well no, I like dark beer. So that was kind of refreshing. It was it was different. Like I drank it and then I drank another one and I was like, hmm, I get it. So how'd you like Thanksgiving, cousin Lala? Yeah, Thanksgiving. Uh, it was officially passed. It was held at your house, and it was, I'd say, a, a pretty average Thanksgiving. Um, great turnout with the guests. Um, I did not have any alcohol myself, although during the podcast or before the podcast, I drank some Celsius. So you're going to hear, um, yeah, one co-host is under caffeine, the other is under alcohol. It's going to be an interesting dynamic. But as for Thanksgiving, I feel like it was... Um, is about average, and I think that's what you want at Thanksgiving. You kind of want a, an even-keeled, kind of steady party. There's a lot of foods, good food, um, a lot of guests, probably the most guests I've seen in your house. And, I mean, overall, it was a good time. How do you how do you feel the party went? I think it was pretty good. Um, I did the 10 out of 10 ratings. Your sister was like, it, it was 10 out of 10. Her partner was saying it was 10 out of 10. I think it was, I think it was pretty good. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was pretty good. I was really happy with the guest turnout. I'm super happy that the guests that I wanted to appear appeared. And I think that was a very pivotal moment in our family. I actually have two photos. Like I'm, I'm going to print those out and frame that. I had a blast. I w- it was really fun. Cleanup was fun. I spent like two hours cleaning because I don't believe in dishwashers. But there is no but. I just had a great time. It was really good. But there was kind of underlying tones happening. There's the but. And I I didn't want to think too deeply into it. But I will say whoever brought the sangria, that was pretty good too. Yeah, did you feel the need to smoke at all during or post-party? Oh, no. No, I didn't. Oh, I'm still sober. 27 days. Amazing. We have, what, three more days left? And then I go to uh, two more days? 27, 28, 29, 30. 28, 29, 30. You did? Okay, well, we're almost there. And at the end of the week, I shall be going on a camping trip. 
And I'm pretty excited about that. I'm still on the edge if I'm going to continue sobriety. I think I am. But, you know, who knows? Like, I just hope I don't run into a 60-foot anaconda. (laughs) It's a bit out of left field, but I guess some context. She's been watching the Joe Rogan experience, specifically the, the new one with the... I don't know if it's new or not, but... Yeah, a couple months ago, uh, she, yeah, he had it. Yeah, I forget his name too, but he had a guest that's like a specialist in the Amazon. And I'm talking about, yeah, we, we just before the podcast, we were looking up crazy photos of anacondas and pythons, like Titanoboa. It's pretty sick. Uh, but yeah, uh, where are you going to go camping at? Oh, funny, funny you should ask. So it is, I think it's two hours outside of Houston. I low-key don't want to give the location, but I will say I've been on TikTok and I looked up that specific location. And if you look right now, there is a TikTok of a man and he is taking video, like going onto other people's campsites and taking video and it goes like, you never know who's watching you. I was like, what the fuck? Like... Never, you never know who's watching you. And then the hashtag is what got me. The hashtag was you're next. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Is, am I about to go camp where like future murders are about to happen? I really want to pull the video up. I think I might. Here, you. I'll digress. Yeah, super spooky vibes there. Campfire or like camp pedos or camp pedophiles or camp creeps. He's not, he's not even a pedophile. He's just going on people's campsites and they're sleeping and he's videoing them. Oh, that's pretty disturbing. Like, no, yeah. it is. Like, yeah, that's pretty scary. Ooh, sorry if you hear that, but I'm pulling it up. I am pulling this TikTok up so Cousin Lala can see. Yeah, I feel like that's... um. Remember the, the creepy clown epidemic that was going on a couple of years ago where they would just... They'd walk into just somebody's front porch and just stare at the camera. Okay, but, but here's the thing. We live in Texas. And I, for one, stay strapped. Can you attest, can you attest to that? Yeah, guns are quite ubiquitous in Texas. And, you know, we all stay strapped. It's good. It's good to protect yourself. But also, it's like you don't want to... Yeah, I feel like... When you're in the middle of nowhere camping, the last thing you want to see is, like, another person. I think wildlife is, like, definitely safer than that shit. Okay, so I want you to see this video. If you guys want to look it up, it's... His username is Coach Hughes. H-U-G-H-E-S. Like, have fun looking at that. This And it's a part one. So you can't tell me he's going to not be there when I'm there. Like, that shit's, like, it's ridiculous. Like, right now, he's looking at people in the daytime. And I don't even know how long this video is. It's probably, like, a three-minute-long video. Like, look how close he's going. Like, that's, like, that's a person. (laughs) And now it, like, switches to night, which is ridiculous. And he gets so close. Like, like, that's too close right there. Like, why are you in the bushes doing this, dude? But look, this it's it's sick. Look how close he gets. Yeah, I mean, this is the first video I've seen 
and I'm always skeptical. I mean, it could be, it could just be a member of that campsite. Who knows? Oh, it really, they're all knocked out. It really looks like, yeah, it looks, it really looks fake. It looks staged, to be it honest. Does. Was I, was I freaking out a little bit? Well, I don't think so. I saw maybe a creepier video of, um, you know, the van life girls that like, they live on their own and they, they sleep in whatever vehicle and they just, they go to campsites. There's this one where an old man comes to her in an ATV and he's like, ma'am, you should know that, uh. Uh, up in that hillside, there's there's somebody watching you with binoculars. So, um, yeah, I would get out of there. And she's she's talking to him, and, and eventually, you, you you almost you realize like, oh, it was him that's watching her because he like at one point he just he just drops silent. He just looks at her. It, it's oh, pretty creepy. Shut the fuck up, really? Like, okay, I like camping. Well, actually, I can't even say that. This will be my second camping trip, but I'm into it. So what kind of camping do you do? Is, is there electricity involved or do you actually like go like um, like primitive camping? It's nowhere near primitive. I'm going to go with it's glamping, but not to the extent where I'm paying someone $500 to sleep in a tent. It's more like we have a campsite and the campsite just so happens to have electricity that I can hook up to. So it's nothing like extreme. It'll get my phone charged and, you know, I can watch videos and hook up lights, but I'm not running a jacuzzi. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not it's not one of those glamp sites. But as you can see from the video, it's also in the wilderness in a sense, like where there will be other people, but not necessarily near you. So I guess that's why I've been looking up animal videos. But on the real, I'm ready on site. Like, I'm okay with that. I think I can hunt another human if I'm in danger. I feel like this is a good segue to talk about, um, you know, speaking of camping, you got campfires and you have uh, apparently Snoop Dogg's new product where it's a smokeless grill. So we were, in fact, punked a couple weeks ago where Snoop Dogg made a post about how he's quitting smoking uh, when, in fact, it was actually... Uh, publicity stunt to sell his um, his new smokeless grill. Do you oh want to comment on goodness. that? Okay, look. I did make that comment where I was like, yeah, we should believe him. But then when you looked at the wording of I'm going to quit smoke, there was no ING at the end. So I was like, okay, maybe he's going to eat edibles. But this is the first I'm hearing that it's a freaking smokeless grill. Like, I wonder how the Koreans feel. Because they do smokeless KBB, where they just put parchment paper down and boom, no smoke. It's really a smokeless grill. I'm upset. Yeah, Snoop, uh, Snoop lied to us. and Snoop Lion. Snoop Lion. <laughs> yeah, he lied to us. I can't say that I'm, I'm not surprised, but I feel like if you're on... Yeah, you're on his level, and it's very much tied to your, I guess, your net worth in a sense. If you were really to truly stop smoking, I don't think you'd tell anybody. Um, yeah, because it would just it would actually affect his um, his income. So I really don't think he would he would announce it. Uh, I guess that brings it back to us. So it's um, you've been you've been more public than I have uh, about being sober. Can you take me, I mean, that's more of a reflective on our personalities too. Like I don't, 
I don't tell anybody I podcast. I don't I don't broadcast it. Um I've always been more private. Do you feel like do you feel like yourself announcing it to people kind of helps you stay accountable or what's your take on that? Yeah, no, it most definitely keeps me accountable because I even post my workouts sometimes. But I have have the Apple Watch and one of my dear friends knows when I work out and when I don't. So I feel like I need that accountability check, which is kind of sad. But when you're dealing with someone who has smoked for 13 years straight, I think, you know, I think that comes with the territory that I might not be as accountable as I want to be. Like, even now I drink like, okay, I can feel the alcohol (laughs) and it's a weird thing because I would have never reached for a bottle of wine. But in the past week, I have, like, since Thanksgiving, I probably drank, well, no, since Thanksgiving, I drank, what, one glass of wine and two, three beers. Actually, that's one one glass of wine because I was drinking on Thanksgiving. But that is more than I would have, like, I can say that's more than I drank last year, literally. So hopefully um, I won't turn to alcohol. Like, I'm enjoying it. I had I didn't mess with it in my 20s. And now that I see like now that I know what good alcohol and bad alcohol is, it's not like I'm drinking taka, like $10 handles of taka. And I'm not, you know, overindulging just to get drunk cuz I, I don't believe you should drink to get drunk. Yeah, I'm go- I'm going down that rabbit hole as well, like quality people. That's interesting. So, I'm on I'm not really a drinker at all. So can you expand on that? Not drinking not to get drunk? What? Yeah, expand on that for me. Drinking not to get drunk. Like you're enjoying the the spirit. You're enjoying the alcohol. You're tasting it. Uh, I feel like, you know, my observations with people in alcohol, some people just want to get wasted. And it doesn't matter what they're drinking. I once watched a man drink like some expensive Glen Levitt and I was like, bro, like, why would you even do that? Like, why don't you go drink like something cheaper to like, you know, get your fill? Because like alcohol, I mean, like when alcohol's made, that's kind of an art. I mean, it is. It is an art, just like how people grow cannabis. I just never deep dove i never took the deep dive into that art so yeah i mean that makes sense so you're drinking you obviously get a buzz so you're 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 drinking to the point of which you don't get drunk but you just maintain the buzz is that what it is yeah like right now like right now i drank that moscato but when we were coming upstairs like when we're going upstairs and you're like oh it tastes like feet and i was like oh you can taste the peach i think that's what it is i'm trying to I'm trying oh my goodness <laughs> that alcohol hit I'm trying to taste the art <laughs> I could see now for sure I could see that I could see that for sure I used to be a coffee connoisseur you still are. well I mean it's a bit of an identity crisis but I feel I could see that I, I get I get what you're saying um yeah I definitely used to abuse caffeine back in the day but i've since cut back on caffeine majorly and i don't know if it's for the better or not um 
How has that affected your thinking? Because I know caffeine addiction's real. Mm, I don't know if it's affected my thinking. Maybe my, um, I guess my circadian rhythm for sure. Um, yeah, I'm sleeping in a lot, which I don't think is a, a good thing. But yeah, I mean, I'm not, uh, for sure back in the day I was, you know, I needed something every day, but now it's like, I'll have caffeine a couple of times a week. I'm just, I'm really, I'm cutting back. I mean, I'm, I really, realistically, um, I want to, I want to do an experiment where I, I just cut back on everything and just, just get to base level to where you're, I don't know. We talked about this, but you're excited just to not even excited. You're just like, you're content with being alive, like with no external stimuli, just like sitting in a chair, no phone, you know, nothing like it's so funny that this new generation they call you know what they call um walking without your phone Shut up, yeah they, it's a thing it's it's called silent it's off. called silent walking you're fine what it's silent okay okay i've heard that term before but i didn't know that was that that would uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> sorry cousin <laughs> i didn't know that is what it was referring to silent walking so you mean every time I stood at the bus stop staring at a tree? What is that? Like staring at a tree. Like I had no phone. I was staring at a tree. Like everyone was perpetually bored. So how, oh my goodness, that is such a journey you're going to go on. Yeah, I mean, I've gone through cycles in my life where I feel like I'm about to enter that cycle again where I, I don't, I don't smoke for about two years straight. Um, I might possibly go out for a job in the medical field area, so I'll be able to piss clean by myself. But it's, I feel like I'm entering that part of my life again. And if, like, if you think about how humans existed back then, you know, you'd, it would take you like, like four weeks to build a chair. You'd go out and gather the woods for the chair and you'd fucking hack it down with your great grandfather's ax or whatever. And you would just sit in the chair you made and watched a fire. I'm like, I'm thinking of Joe Pair here a little bit, but that's like, that's your entertainment. Like just the act of like, Hey, I get to sit down now, not on the floor, but on this thing I made. And, and that was your threshold for, for entertainment. Like back then it would, if you wanted to change your scenery, right. You couldn't look at a phone. You couldn't look maybe a piece of art. Right. But you'd have to like walk three miles and like, Hey, there's a waterfall now, but now you just open your phone and within five seconds, you've just like, you've, you've seen like seven different, totally different things. Like, you know, like over, overstimulation. Um, and I feel like, yeah, we were all perpetually overstimulated right now. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on a journey back to baseline. You know, it's funny you say that because I, okay, first of all, people are calling that kind of lifestyle homesteading which I find weird, <laughs> but going back to over being overstimulated, I'm getting into this kind of art. That's kind of weird. Um, I think it's called, okay. There's a voice clip of it. I totally forgot the lady's name, but she's been making art since the eighties. And she does like this really off putting, type of art let me look it up here like let me look that up is it uh maria abramovich i don't even know who the hell 
Okay, that's that. That's going in. That's going into deep territory. That's oh like God, Jeffrey Epstein type shit. Ooh. Yeah, it's like it's like. Oh, dude, look it up. She's this crazy artist that um, I mean, she pushed the boundaries. Like she does this one exhibit where she she was just like in the middle of um of an art gallery with like weapons in front of her, mm-hmm. and she was like silent. Like she just stood there and and people like slowly started like doing shit to her like cutting her hair and like poking oh, her with the, I yeah know who you're talking about okay yeah, yeah I've, I've seen art installations like that yes or hers so this one is okay so the sound bite i'm not gonna play it because i'm still not sure on how this things goes but it is cecilia condit condit and oh fuck it let's play it well you play it far away to where you can't hear it <laughs> But there's that, it's a creepy sound bite where it's like, oh, mother's perfume, it smells good. Do you think it's like, it's something like that. And then it talks about, that was her poodle. She put it in the microwave. And it is just this weird type of art. But the lady is still making art. Like that, that's some art she put out here. Like, let me, let me, let me guide you here. Let's put it on. Okay. Okay, this sound bite. Like, I'm sure everyone would recognize this by now. Okay, like, I want my cousin. Look at it, Cousin Lola. Like, what kind of art would you call that? Yeah, so it's it's that kind. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite unsettling. It's like um, it's like you're watching, you're watching like, I feel like on the same tape there would be like, this is like a snuff film. Okay, so right? here's the deal: the artist that made that was actually dating a serial killer, and she didn't know. Like she was living with the serial killer and his victims, but she didn't know because the medication she was on literally blocked her sense her sense of smell. And so when they caught him, she was shook. I was like, damn. But she still makes art. And so going back to being overstimulated, she, I think it was last year, she uploaded something and it doesn't have a lot of views. And I thought it was pretty interesting because there was a quote that said, humans go outside to expand their minds. Like, do we do that still? Because I I run on a treadmill. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Oh, it's a 5k so it's six miles three miles three miles <laughs> three miles it's a 5k so it's three miles i i signed up for a three mile run that's pretty funny so how long do you anticipate it'll take you to do the three mile run i honestly don't know because i go three miles now I'll i'll give you guys an update so at the beginning of the month when i said i can only run like two minutes and then stop. Yeah, I have obliterated that. I can go like ten minutes now, and I'm super proud of myself. So on a on a treadmill, I know all treadmills are different, but what speed are you on on the treadmill? Um, I don't know because I never turned it on. I mean, I don't turn the because I have an older treadmill. I don't turn the. I don't know what that's called. The display on, but I will say it's at the highest level of incline. And it is set like right at fat burning. So I'm not sure what that is, but I learned that 
after I put the incline down and just started running, I can do it for even longer than 10 minutes. So that's pretty interesting. That's what I've taken out of this month. Yeah. I mean, have you tried? So it's, it, it is not completely different, but it's totally different when you're running by yourself unassisted outside. There is a little bit more degree of difficulty. Uh, researching that apparently you lose toenails <laughs> i don't want to lose a toenail i think that's why i've been shying away from running on pavement now i'm like oh i have these subconscious like that video you showed me it's like it's very disturbing you got to send it to me though oh, yeah. how did you stumble upon that that weird section of youtube it was a soundbite on social media and i was like that's so disturbing i need to it there has to be a visual to go with it and then i was like that can't be like new technology like the way it sounded and so when i came across it it was made in the 80s i was like wow this is this is quite disturbing even the way it's filmed like like i know we like you know filmmakers like lars van triers lars van triers <laughs> and you know that was i feel like that was she was way before her time what was her name again see i can't remember man that wine is hitting cousin what is her name cecilia condit you guys just take time to look her up that was that little art thing it is c-e-c-e-l-i-a-c-o-n-d-i-t uh that video that we were here you were hearing is uh possibly in michigan it was made in 1983. How wild is that? Like, and she still continues to make this kind of art. Like, her last one was made last year, AI and I. And that was where that quote was coming from, where humans need to go outside to expand their minds. So, rewinding on this. Don't hug me, I'm scared. Go. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, what about? It? I haven't seen that in a while. I know they have. Um, they've posted more videos. I haven't kept up to date with oh, it. I, they have a BBC. They they made something with the BBC. So it has been, yeah, it's out there. I remember when you showed that to me, and then every year it would come out, and so I believe it was 2016 when the last one came out, and it was just so it it evolved from what it once was. But do you remember Salad Fingers like? OG YouTube salad fingers. Yeah, it's like Colin Firth or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I do like the... It's very much like Courage the Cowardly Dog. And also, I like how Aphex Twin is uh, uh, is heard throughout. So, shout out to Aphex Twin. You would do... Um, I think it's Melodies from Mars. That's like the... Uh, there are no song titles in the melodies from Mars, but he uses a few tracks from there. Um, it's a great, great piece of art. Window liquor. <laughs> Window liquor. It's, it's, a, it's, good. it's a good song. Apex. So there's a, I've noticed, um, you know, there's a resurgence in 2000s, 90s and 2000s, mainly 2000s, but 2000s weird stuff, like stuff that I would get bullied for. Like that's coming back into popular culture. So am I cool? <laughs> am I cool? Am I a scene kid? I don't know. I'm an elder emo for sure. I run to an emo playlist. Oh, how's your how's your working out going? 
you know, it's good. It's steady. Hopefully I have time to work out tonight. Um, I'm aiming for five days. Uh, I got a little routine going where it's, um, I'll do like about 500 reps in total and like 25 minutes of cardio. It's all like interspersed. Uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying the count. I'm very like detail oriented in that sense. So I don't know, having a strict count and a strict routine, I feel like is important. Um, yeah, I feel, I just to go, go off on a tangent. I feel like, you know, right now being out of a job, I feel like that is, that is my job that I, that I go into it. That's the kind of mindset I have. Um, I feel, yeah, I feel like when I work out, I, I consciously eat healthier. Um, and it's just about, honestly, I want to be able to maintain this for a while, just longevity. Cause I've always worked out in the past and I've always, you know, dropped it for one reason or the other, but, um, yeah, now that I'm like kind of tying it to sobriety, like I, I, I want that steady steadiness. I want that longevity. So, um, yeah, if I have to look at it, like I'm clocking into a part-time job to do it, then that's, that's how I have to view it. Um honestly no no discernible progress yet other than you know i'm a little bit stronger here and there but i don't know i don't i haven't dropped any significant weight but and you know time will tell um but yeah i mean at least you have, you have a goal you have a, anything after the 3k or 5k 5k yeah, yeah. anything after the three miles yeah i mean i was thinking maybe i'll do a few 5ks build myself up to a 10k maybe but what you're saying about health and sobriety, I get what you're saying. Like, I'm on the edge if I should ever go back to smoking. All right. So question. So remember, we started out and we kind of stated our goals. One of yours being that you wanted to find out about yourself, find your personality. And I think more importantly, that you didn't want to, uh, how should you say, like um, self-delete yourself, I guess, or whatever they say. Yeah. So how, how would, is there any updates on that end? Here's a weird thing. I do not want to do self-deletion. I don't even think about that anymore. I just think about, oh, am I, like, how I'm setting my goals, they're so realistic now. When I started, you know, wanting to do, you know, working out when I wanted to do that, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to go go to the gym. I'm going to power lift. I'm just going to get like really muscle mommy. But now it's like, no, I can't, that, that is not, that is not realistic because when I hopped on that treadmill, it was like, I could only go two minutes without freaking dying. And now I'm over here doing 10 minutes. Like, okay, cool. So when you talk about sobriety and health, I understand because even now I'm having that dilemma. You asked me, oh, are you going to go back to smoking? I thought about it. Yeah. And I think about it, but I don't think about it as much as I did at the beginning of the month. And now that I reevaluate, I don't think I need, I don't need it like that. Like I'm enjoying this sober curiosity. I never, you know, drank. And now that I'm, you know, experimenting with drinking, it's like, wow, like it is a whole different, you know, ball game. But when I think about cannabis, I am kind of scared to go back to cannabis because seeing how unproductive I was and how I didn't care for myself, how I should have, like, I want to work out. It makes me feel great. Uh, at the beginning of the month, I was forcing myself to do it because if I didn't do it, I had nothing else to do. I was just bored. 
And so in a sense, sobriety is, is really helping. It's really helping my mentality. I don't feel like unaliving myself or think, I don't even have any passive thoughts of it as much as I used to. And I think that's a really weird correlation because I adore cannabis. I really do. Like I, I like everything about it. But for me, the way I was abusing it, I mean, I didn't even, I wasn't even taking into consideration that I wasn't even using it in a medicinal sense. Sense. (laughs) I was just using it to dull, dull reality in a sense. Like I was really doling myself out there. And now that I have so much productivity, I I actually believe in myself. And that's a weird thing to say. I actually believe in the things I'm doing. Like the things I do now have purpose. Before I was just living because it was just like I was living day to day. Like, okay, through the motions. I was going through the motions. And now it's like, oh, what can I do next? Like, I'm excited I'm excited to think of new... I'm excited for the future. I used to not be excited for the future. Like, I remember talking about that at the beginning, like, at the early podcast, where it's like, oh, I've done everything society's supposed to... Like, I'm supposed to do. Okay, like, I don't feel that negativity anymore. It's like, I accomplish those things. But now what else can I accomplish? That's good. That's good to hear, cousin. I'm glad you don't want to delete yourself anymore. I'd say that I call that a win for sure, Thank you. but I do cringe at the, um, at the, the term Muslim mommy. That's <laughs> for Yeah. F- <laughs> that's like one of those terms. I, I think back to that Rob Schneider movie where he's like, you know, he could talk to animals and it's just like, like, he's like, Filipino. yeah. Really and there's just that one scene of like him, like milk coming out of his nipple. That's why I've, I've like Muslim mommy is just like, you just, I, I just see like a male pectoral muscle with just like milk coming out of the nipple it's just fucking gross um but yeah that's that's good to hear that's good to hear i want to be what have you seen uh what is that called it was a tv show cartoon with benson this regular show the regular show yeah what was the muscle man is that i want to be muscle man (laughs) like there was that one movie where the guy goes like i want to okay what is that I'm drawing blanks, but what is that name of the Tekken character that was green and electric? Uh, I'm kinda, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. I don't think it's Tekken, it's Street Fighter. Mm. Street Fighter, he was green, electric. Yeah. yeah, there was this movie where this guy is like, yeah, I want to be him. I want to be Muscle Man. <laughs> That's fucking wild. That's wild. I want to be Muscle Man who watches. Yeah. Men weird shit on the interwebs yeah we gotta after the podcast we gotta trade some some weird videos because i want to go into that like artist rabbit hole for oh, sure it's fucking dangerous yeah I've, um damn i had a point i was gonna bring up but um i totally forgot it what were we talking about just before oh, we were, you know what i was gonna segue into quality people uh, like i want to be a quality person because i think I've, I've been a trash person and no one has called me out on it so I'm, I'm really thinking of like quality traits and quality people. So you said you, you feel like you've been a trash person. Can you expand on that? What do you mean? Like I wasn't living with a purpose and I was just doing whatever I wanted to do, but for no reason. And, you know, 
throughout this experience experience experiment <laughs> i've been um i've been observing people and how people act around each other and but okay so you know how i went down the candace owens hole mm-hmm. i'm also going down this weird hole it's not that guy that was telling like people that they're bitches or whatever i forgot his name the Romanian, yeah and andrew tate it's not that but it's i've been watching a lot of relationship stuff online i don't know if that's trash material but whatever i i've just been getting into it and they talk about quality women quality men and it's it's a weird like just look that shit up it'll it will like mind bend you because it's like mm, i know a lot of people that act like that but they're good people in my head i mean they're good people but i don't know am i i don't want to say i'm a conservative because i'm not but I don't know, like when we talk about traditional households, I think I'm one of those people. And it's weird to say that out loud where I enjoy being traditional. But I'm not shitting on people, it's just what I feel right now. I can always, you know, double back on that in like three weeks. So yeah. I feel like the older you get the more conservative you tend to tend to get. There's nothing wrong wrong with um uh being traditional. I think that's uh, what it is. Because I was very extreme when I was younger. And, oh, okay, so look. Okay, so there's this song by My Chemical Romance, Teenagers. And that shit never hit me (laughs) when I was younger. But now that I'm older, the quote is, teenagers scare the living shit out of me. They fucking do. And I'm going to be the first to admit that. Yeah, fucking teenagers scare me. Like, teenagers nowadays, they're so fucking violent. And, in like, I know I talked about being entitled, but no, this is just pure violence. And it's like, what the fuck? What happened here? Yeah, that's a good MCR song. But I think teens, they've always had, you know, kind of a propensity for violence. I think that's, um, yeah, that's that. There's, there's, um, there's a certain energy that teens bring to the world that I, I think they've always brought but maybe it's reared its head differently in recent times um I think, you know surprising polls show that gen z is actually leaning more conservative now which is very interesting okay so as i am going through this journey i'm also going through a religious journey and i am noticing there are a lot of young people attending this certain mass that i've been attending and typically it wasn't like that for a long time. So, okay, so I'm Catholic. So I'm talking about Latin mass. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I like the mass that we grew up in. Because it's like people just show the fuck up. And yeah, that's cool. Okay, you know what I mean? I'm not like, I'm not saying that's not not cool. But it's, I don't know, this this conservative movement is kind of like, it's poking at me. Because all my ideology like it was never it never aligned with being a conservative so maybe there's like a shift that's happening and i don't i'm okay with it i'm okay with it for all yeah they call it tradcath so i think you know i don't attend church regularly but i will say uh, as i mentioned in the last pod that i've i've definitely dropped the the new age atheist mindset you know in high school i was vehemently atheist i would wear like a 
one of the Jesus Darwin shirts where it's like a, a Darwin fish or like a Jesus fish with like legs on it. Mm. Yeah, I was very much, I feel like you do have to go through that as well. That was like my, my rebellious era. Um, you know, I'd like go with my family to church and like I fucking walk out during the like mid, mid, you know, it was, it was, it was a wild time. And, and I definitely over the past couple of years, I've, I've gotten, my religious side has, I've been fostering that a little bit more. Um, definitely shout out to Jordan Peterson. He has a great, I don't even know if it's a podcast, but it's a series on Exodus. Fantastic series. You should check it out. Um, yeah, I've been listening to quite a lot of what people would say conservative uh, podcasters. And I think there's something to religion, you know? It's kind of funny. It's like you, this: the world has changed so much, and you look at the Catholic Church. They've just been like they've just been steady doing their own thing. Like this is, yeah, the Catholic Church. They're straight up like Catholics. They're like, yeah, you do your own thing. You know, whatever pronouns you want to use, but we're we're steady. Like this is, um, yeah, they got they got like child molesters here and there. But I feel like the Catholic Church is like, hey, we're not for this world. We're not living for this world. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like. In one of the specific events of my life, I've, um, you know, basically just put it like this way. My, um, yeah, I'm living in Old Testament. I'm, I'm, I'm doing some Old Testament shit right now, which is like, you know, why I mentioned like that return to baseline, you know. Okay, so because I am getting more into our religion, like the religion we grew up in. Okay, this may be like, like, what the fuck? Like, why are you thinking this way? I, I low key, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this out loud. Fuck it, I'm gonna say it. Fuck it. Here we go. I think the Pope's the Antichrist. <laughs> well, that's a deep, that's, that's quite the turn there. That was good. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's expand on that. The Pope is the Antichrist. Is it because he's like, yeah, yeah, let's expand on that. Okay. So when we think of the papacy, the papacy, how do you say that? Papacy? Um, there was only supposed to be one Pope at a time. But, you know, the Pope before him had stepped down. But that shouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? Like when we think of religious texts, that should not have happened. And there shouldn't have been two Popes living at one time. So when the other dude died or, you know what I mean? Yeah, RIP, but damn. (laughs) Like, why is this guy? Why is he still? Why is he still the Pope? Like no one has ever questioned it. It's like, okay, yeah, you're going to be the Pope still. But... Some of the rhetoric he says literally contradicts the Catholic Church. So when I talk about being a, con- like, in a sense of my religion, how I like Latin Mass over N.O., <laughs> that's what it's called. I can't think of the Latin name right now, but I prefer Latin Mass, and I like the way it's going. I like how I don't have to congregate with people. I like how straightforward it is. So when I go back to thinking like, hey, I don't know. I I think there's going to be a big divide in the Catholic Church pretty soon. And we're going to tie this back to Revelations. (laughs) Like we are living in Revelations. In my opinion, we're living in Revelations. There's a fantastic video and we're going to pull it up after the podcast or perhaps during. But there's this like, it's become a meme now. It's like you're on a college campus and you see a bunch of like, you know, lefty protesters, you know, 
I don't know, no, no, no. And you see them like with their little signs and everything, and they turn around the corner, and there's this like procession, like Catholic procession going. Dude, it's fucking badass, and all, all the all the all the protesters swarm, like they just scurry off. It's pretty dope. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to find it real quick and pass the mic to you. Oh hell yeah! Like okay, so I'm going through a religious awakening, awakening, and I'm I'm here for it. I'm here to experience it. I'm here to experience a lot of things now. Before, when I was, uh, you know, heavily on the cannabis, I wasn't thinking of these things. I was just thinking, I don't even remember what I was thinking. I felt like I was asleep for a while. Like, I was just, once again, I was just living day to day. So I'm really glad that I'm able to take this journey. And now that we have three days left before it's over, do I dare say I want to go 60 days? I, I do want to say that, but I'm going to be honest, maybe not. But I will update on that. And, you know, Cousin Lala, I don't know if you feel the same. Well, no, you already said that. You want to go like two years. And I support the fuck out of that. Yeah, while well, she watches the video that I um that I pulled up. Well, I guess I'll narrate it while she's watching. It's just a bunch of co- uh, college Marxists. They turn the corner. Uh, they turn the corner and they got fucking, they got fucking a Catholic procession. I don't even know what you call that, but it's just like that's how I feel. Like, like, dude, I watch this video. I'm like, dude, this is, you know, there's a lot of reasons to hate Catholics, but this shit's badass. Like, I feel like, damn, like that's like a metaphor for the Catholic Church. Like, they're just going steady, no matter the world is like, <laughs> like look at the background. Dude, like, just the world is like the world is collapsing around them, and they're just steady with their like. Look at this. They turn the corner. They get. <laughs> yeah 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 i know know, right it's actually and it's funny because you know it used to be like hey you're part of the church you're oh you're like you you don't think for yourself anymore but it's like it's flipped now it's like actually if you're if if you're religious now you're like you're considered the uh the odd man out like you're you're considered punk rock like Like you're you're considered like i was when i was younger right you're punk rock (laughs) you are you are super punk rock with the a with the A in the circle. <laughs> I think that's so... You know what I mean? Like, so we're doing the flip in society. Where things are just going to go back to how they once were. I don't know how to feel. Like, that's kind of a scary thought. Because I have so much... Like, I've formulated so many opinions. And for some reason, they're all being, like, demolished. And I, I low-key hate that. Because I spent a lot of my formative years building, like, these are my pillars, these are my morals. And now after a few weeks, I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, why was I thinking like that? And so when I go back to talking about cannabis and being paranoid, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, that's what what I'm saying now. Like, what the fuck? Have I been smoking government weed? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Have I been smoking government weed? Like, was this shit planted? Because I will stand by this until, like, I smoke and, like, realize that I don't like smoking. (laughs) The weed is not weeding. So that is why I'm still scared to go back to cannabis. And that's I think that's why I'm really embracing this new lifestyle. Like, this sober, curious lifestyle. Because, honestly, I don't think I'm going to let go of cannabis. But I'm not going to do it how I was doing it every day because that was very excessive and no one told me to stop. So I'm really, you know, 
hopefully you achieve the goal that you want. But if you're always down, like if you're down to smoke after this November and you hit me up, I'll be like, yeah, but I won't smoke eights. I'm just going to do like, I don't know. I can't even think of how I want to consume cannabis because I'm like, I'm kind of scared. I don't want to change this new way of thinking. Interesting. That's an interesting point you bring up. Um, yeah, they've they've um, they've demonized weed so long. It's like it's almost like they, you know, it's it's they kind of um, they kind of popularized it, you know, by by trying to make it hush hush in society and and now it, it definitely see. It, I feel like it's definitely mainstream without a doubt now. And uh, fuck the mainstream. Are we saying are we saying fuck the mainstream because we've always been those like people that don't want to be a part of the mainstream? Or is this such, is this a, is this really a, you know, a cannabis revolution that's happening? Like, is there going to be a divide within the next five years of, hey, I don't want to smoke anymore. Like, when we tie this back to the Catholic Church, being Catholic was not cool, like, for a long time. And now that religion is making a resurgence in young people's lives, there are so many Catholics, and I didn't even realize that. Before I used to be like, oh, wow, I'm just a part of this small little thing. Like, yeah, everyone's Christian type of deal. But when we went to like faith formation, like one thing that stuck with me and I used to laugh at it. I'd be like, that's so fucking ridiculous. So the faith formation teacher would be like, like they would say, do you believe in God? And then they would tell us, if you say no, you're going to go straight to hell. And so I was the person that said, no, I don't believe in God. And I literally got kicked out of CCE for that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dope. And I feel like that's that's the way it should be. I'm not saying so. It's like there's this, all this Israel, Palestine stuff. But I do. It's pretty dope that, um, you know, it's. Um, I hate that people are weaponizing that. Yeah. That's, that's really a, that's that's a real thing. Like people are dying. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, I feel like it's cool. I think it's what it, is Israel means like is it mean to like struggle with God? Isn't that isn't that what it means? So Or is it I forget what it what does it mean? Okay, so I have okay, so there's a divide and, and and I never wanted to be a part of it, but I will say I don't agree with killing children and women and covering it up because, you know, genocide is genocide no matter which way you spin it. But in the religious world, people are saying Israel is the chosen people of God and they're just taking back what is theirs. But like, see, and this is what I mean about religion. Like it can be weaponized. So like so hardcore that people will actually think it's okay to kill another person. And so when we look at Israel and Palestine, like it, it, it's a real thing and I don't agree with killing women and children once again like even though I am Catholic and a lot of people do support Israel like what about those people that are dying like when we go back to saying I'm your neighbor and you should care for your neighbor killing your neighbor is not caring for them and so tying that one back to Thanksgiving yeah like I, I did enjoy it <laughs> like that's <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't i didn't mean to bring up uh such a big 
heavy political bombshell, but it's, um, yeah, I only mentioned it because uh, you mentioned that you were the only student who was like, yeah, I don't believe in God. Because I feel like it's it's one thing to, I feel like everybody should question their faith. I, f- I feel like that's how you strengthen it. Um, because if you just kind of blindly accept something as fact, you didn't really, yeah, religion, belief in God, it's personal, but it's something that, uh, it's, you should, you should, you should have have an internal struggle for sure. Um, I mean, like I am right now, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying like I fully embrace Catholicism, but it's like, I'm definitely, uh, I'm oriented to go back towards the roots now. Like I'm. Uh, I feel like I've, I've, I'm coming full circle almost, and uh, I don't know what I need to to complete that. I haven't gone to church in many many years, or confessional, or whatever the fuck. I always thought confession was so weird. Like, I always felt bad because it was like, fuck. Like, <laughs> this is gonna sound fucked up, but it was like when you're um, told like you have to confess your sins. I'm like, fuck. I gotta tell this dude I don't know. I touch myself. Like, dude, that's fucking gross. I don't. Dude, I, I don't want to. I don't want to tell this guy I jack off. That's like that's weird. And I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna do the confessional. I've I've never told a priest that I'm self pleasured. <laughs> like I've never told that to a priest. Oh, you're supposed to. That's a sin. Well, okay. Here's the thing. So they say if you're confessing it, you're not gonna do it again. Yeah, so I have never told a priest that I have self-pleasured because what the fuck? Like, yeah, <laughs> you, you put those dots together. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to tell the, the fucking priest that, yeah, I've, I've, you know, I've done that because, like, dude, the fuck? <laughs> so, basically, you'd rather burn in hell than tell a priest that you jack off? If I make it to the last confession, if I make it to my last rites... Yeah, then and there, I'll fucking tell the priest that, hey, I've jerked off <laughs> and enjoyed it. Like, Yeah, but I will keep that shit until I can't do it anymore because they say you shouldn't confess your sins if you're going to keep repeating it. So it only makes sense to where I will tell the priest that, you know, I've self-pleasured on my deathbed. <laughs> Damn, well, that, that you kind of did a little... So, so you literally said you would self pleasure on your deathbed, or did I read that sentence wrong? No, I, w- I wouldn't self. I wouldn't self pleasure on my deathbed. That's when I will, you know, confess that. But up until then, fuck no. Like that's between me and God, homie. <laughs> I'm sure God has a you know tally count somewhere. But when I do confess it, God will be like, "Yeah, my child, you you didn't sin again." <laughs> so. Yeah, this is a it's a very lively uh, topic of discussion. I was gonna bring up a random point when we were talking about the um, uh, the the fucked up artist you're talking about. Um, yeah, I have to watch that video again, but uh, I was gonna tie it back to um, I was I almost forget what I was gonna say. Oh no, I remember. Here it is. Uh, totally, totally random, totally off topic. But um, so you work in a hospital setting with like mental patients right and you've yeah. you've kind of experienced like weird shit with them like supernatural type of shit oh, yeah. so do you ever experience ones where or do they ever just totally take off their clothes and go ape shit okay so the ones that the the few times that i have seen that happen that was purely drug induced but 
the three times, yeah, three times that I have seen and believed, that was really scary because it was very normal. Yeah, very normal. Like, there was a guy that I was, uh, I was a coworker with, and I was saying, I was like, hey, I prayed for this new job. I'm going to take it. And he, like, this is what he said to me. He goes, like, Christina, the devil also hears your prayers. And that shit fucked me up for like a hot minute. God damn, that's fucking, that's scary. That's because I will say the reason I bring it up is because I had like, I had a dream. I've been having very vivid dreams, but it's like I had, um, yeah, it was like a, a girlfriend that I never had. It was just, okay, it's a, it's like you're having a dream and like your brain typecasts. Like, okay, you have a, you're in your bed with your girlfriend and go like, boom, the dream happens, right? So you don't question the logic of the dream. But all of a sudden, like, I remember the dream being like, um, oh yeah, my girlfriend, she sleepwalks, this and that. And I remember just like in my dream, waking up in my dream and seeing my girlfriend naked on the side of my bed, just standing there in the dark. Oh, I was God. like, holy shit. It's, I was just, I just, it was like, it, it was a weird dream because it was like sleep paralysis in my dream. I couldn't move. No, definitely not. I would confess that. But, but there's something creepy about, I, I, here's my question. Why is, why is a naked person scarier than a person with clothes? I've ever seen that movie. It follows. No, you need to watch that. Why is it scarier? Because that, that is how we came into this world. Yes. That to me, that is what that is. Yeah. And, and it, I remember this fact I read about suicide that like a high percentage of people who commit suicide, they remove their clothes before they kill themselves. And that it gives you some sort of spiritual power. Like, what, can you say anything, anything to that? Like, I'm trying to break down this dream. It was a crazy dream. Like my attempts. I've never. I don't think I. OK, look, I'm not making fun of suicide. <laughs> but in my pseudo attempts, I was fully clothed because I knew damn well I didn't mean it. And that's my input on that. Yeah, I mean, there's something. I'm, I just got to go down this rabbit hole myself. But there's something about like just just removing your clothes. So, like, I just imagine like a fucking naked Native American or Viking warrior just charging at you. There's something scarier about a naked person than a fully clothed person. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you need a spa. You need to go to a Korean spa. That shit will change your. That shit will rock your world. Everybody's naked. Yeah, like every, I've seen titties, <laughs> but seeing a naked person that is fucking terrifying because it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like you had clothes, where did they go? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh shit, this person is about to do something crazy. Oh, you know, you know, they're, you know, damn well some shit's about to go down. Like, and okay, look. The order of which someone takes their clothes off, it can go from like hilarious to extremely terrifying. And I will say, if the socks are last to go, it yeah, you're not going to have fun. <laughs> yeah, socks are last to go. You're not you're not going to have fun at all. Uh, but like even oh my god, like okay. So when I think about okay, I've only been with my husband, but when I think of people it's like people that leave socks on while doing the deed they're fucking serial killers like what the hell actually i believe there's some science to that apparently if you leave your socks on during coitus you're more likely to orgasm because you retain the heat in what? your feet yeah it's a real thing nah like if you're gonna do it just get naked 
like naked with two Ks. <laughs> but yeah, if um going back to the mental hospital, the three times I've seen something like really strange happen that I want to deny, like that sometimes I don't even want to think about, they were fully clothed. But the languages that they spoke were not one that they were born into. Damn, that's very it's very spooky. It's very ominous. Yeah, you, you want to do you want to tell us a story to end the podcast or do you want to oh, fuck, fuck no, I don't want to fucking summon shit. Yeah, like I okay, so there was okay, here, fun story time. There was a coworker of mine that would play with a spirit box. And I low key would play with the spirit box too. And this person would be like, "Oh, you have to see, don't follow me home." So that I just wanted to throw a pro tip out there. If you're playing with a spirit box, go ahead and, you know, close that shit out. Because I will say there are things that I have seen that I cannot explain and that I don't want to think about. <laughs> so, and I think about a lot of shit, but those three events that I had witnessed, I never want to fucking think about that shit. Like it is terrifying. P- humans are terrifying. Yeah. You heard it here folks. So just like, um, your bar, you know, your tab at the bar. You gotta, you gotta close. You gotta close out the spirit box. Close that shit. You gotta close that shit out. Don't, don't even touch a Ouija board, too. So wait, what's the difference between a spirit box and a Ouija board? Ooh, um, I I can't tell you the difference, but all I know is that I would not. I do believe the Ouija board is the cheapest portal you can, you know, humanly buy. But I don't think I'm gonna purchase one because. That shit's evil. Like, if you believe in evil shit, that is evil. Yeah, didn't they sell it at Target, though? Oh, yeah, they do for fifteen ninety nine. I don't know if inflation has kind of fucked that up, but, yeah, it is It is guaranteed the cheapest portal you can buy. And it's already handmade. It's already pre-made for you. You just have to activate that shit. Do you think the factory that where they make Ouija boards is, like, it's like a big-ass portal where they make them? <laughs> Have you ever seen a Ouija board being made? Because I've never. I think those things are just, you know, you just have to, Hasbro acquires them. Yeah, at what point do they, because you have to like, you have to open the portal, right? They're just like, I just pictured an episode of like how it's made. It's just like a factory assembly line. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not spooky until you, until you do some shit to it. So it's like, other than that, it's just like a, a piece of cardboard. You know what? I hope how it's made does a feature on that like i would watch it uh, how it's made a ouija board. like but other than that i don't want to even think of the who would like you know what I, mean? I don't want to think of the manifestation that people have to do to put in every letter of that board like a <laughs> b like fuck that shit yeah we are it is a little bit spooky we we do our podcast in a dark room and it's definitely <laughs> definitely spooky vibes like I, i'm i'm sitting on a a pleather chair with a blanket and it's like it's cozy spooky you know i look up i look up things that are scary for me to go to sleep because sometimes like if you overstimulate yourself on scary shit it's no longer scary but i will round this out and say i am low-key terrified to go on this camping trip ever since i saw that tiktok because he posted another one like a few hours ago i just didn't click it yeah yeah i mean all i gotta say is stay strapped that's it for fucking sure i'm gonna pew 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 if if, you know what i mean 
Fuck. Now I'm nervous about this camping trip. Yeah, just go full tradcast. Just go, you got the rosary, and you got <laughs> and you got your Glock, and that's all you need. Well, Cousin Lala, I really enjoyed this cast. Yeah, I really did. Like, I was super overwhelmed last week, and just getting this, like, having that Thanksgiving holiday over with, I'm excited. I, my excitement has gone up again. But if I am not here next week... Just know that Coach fucking Hughes murked me, like murked my ass. Got it. Well, this is Cousin Lala signing off and passing the mic to Tradcast Christina. <laughs> Bye, friends. See you next time.